What's going on, my good people? It is Halloween, October 31st, and you are listening to the First Off In My Opinion podcast with your host, Tom Swoop, broadcasting through my scary, spooky basement. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for tuning in tonight. We got a good one for y'all tonight. We got Cakeface J, you know what I'm saying, on the show tonight. We waiting for her to log on. But if you um if you're on IG and you caught her page or her post or repost from TikTok, um, where she was talking about, you know, her relationship and stuff like that, and it was like one of the most transparent videos that I've ever seen. So it's on my page. I actually did like a little stitch mix to it. Um, so she's about to be on tonight with us. We're gonna get a chance to talk to her and um, you know, see where it go. But Man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. What did y'all do for Halloween? Y'all still out trick-or-treating? What y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Y'all got the Taylor Port and the Casamigos popping tonight? <laughs> What's going on? Taylor Port went, went viral over the weekend. What's up, Tamara? Is that Tamara? Is it Spivey? 826? What's going on, love? Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, that's the thing, man. I really, really, I'm excited to, about tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? She made the video, um, man, it was dope. So if you're on my page right now, you can go back over and see where she was talking about just, you know, I know how to do this with a man. I know how to do this, you know, but you know, it ain't working out. So she about to be on here. What's going on? Hey, hey, is that Grant? Is that Grant Agu? Agu? Did I say it properly? <laughs> Man. So another thing I want to talk to y'all about tonight. Okay, so you know how, you know how family we do our little story time moments on this show, and so I guess the story that I told last week, like I don't know what happened, but it sort of went viral. So if you missed it, you can go on, you know, click the link in my uh, bio and you can go to whatever platform to listen to the podcast. It's November 1st in Australia. Hey, we got listeners in Australia. We international, baby. But um, if you go on there and you listen to the podcast from last week, I tell two stories at the I think probably like the 25 minute mark. And I guess I don't know for whatever reason. It was the most downloaded podcast episode that I've ever done, ever done. And I've been doing this for the better part of six or seven years. And I tell you, it went crazy. It went absolutely ham. Like people was calling me like it was crazy. So if you get a chance, go back and listen to last week's podcast where, you know, what I'm saying we was talking about some different things. That's all I'm going to say. It was a couple stories. Um, it was a couple stories that I told about, you know, my dating chronicles. Cause the thing is, it's like, I think sometimes y'all be like, y'all be on the show, y'all, y'all be rocking with me or whatever, but y'all be forgetting that these stories be true. Like they be my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> the pictures of the feet is on my page. 
The pictures of the feet is on my page. It's on my IG. It's on my TikTok. If you want to see the feet, we was talking about that last week. The feet is on the page, bro. Like you can go over there, look at the feet. Y'all be y'all thought I was exaggerating, but when I posted them feet, everybody was like, "Ooh, Jesus goodness!" Yeah, the feet was. Yeah, yeah. She, I'm telling you, she got some Barney Rubble in her her family somewhere. Somewhere she got some Barney Rubble toes. So you will see, y'all thought I was tripping, but I wasn't. So I'm just waiting right now for Cake Face J to get on here. I'm gonna go ahead and send her a message real quick. <laughs> she like, let me go look real quick and I'll be right back. I'm trying to tell you, I wasn't, listen, it's one thing that y'all gonna understand about this show. I'm silly, I'm funny, I'm serious, I'm empathetic, I'm understanding, but one thing I'm not, I'm not gonna tell y'all no lies. So if y'all, if I tell y'all some feet was looking weird and <sighs> happy Halloween to you, love. Oh, that's my girl. Yours truly, Jay. Got it. <laughs> I was butchering that like last week. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Let me send her a message real quick. Better know we on here. I know she was going live before the show on her channel. So I want to make sure she was done with what she had going on before she come on here. Um, Which one was it? Let me just make sure I got her together real quick. Thank you. Thank you. You know, some people be saying I be having the energy and I be like, I guess, I mean, I guess. <laughs> hey, look, she came back and she was like, yeah, oh, hell no. Like, I'm telling you, them feet. Listen, you got, I think that show, hold on. When I talked about the feet, that was maybe like three weeks ago. But you know something I said to myself um, and then my business coach had hit me up and she was like, you need to break down each individual story and make a video or a TikTok about it. And so, so people can watch and share the video or whatever like that. So yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. So you ain't got to tell me twice. You got to go look. All right, look, so Grant, so this is, let me just tell the story in a nutshell real quick. So I was going to this really exclusive uh, gala in Atlanta with this girl. I really just, sort of met or whatever. And she, you know what I'm saying? We was matching, trying to match outfits. And so she had sent me a picture of herself in the dress. And so when I saw her in the dress, I sort of like bypassed the dress and I zoomed in on what appeared to be um, prehistoric feet. And um, after, um, you know, seeing that, she was like, yeah, I'm going to wear some open toes and da 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 And I was like, open? Toes gala with a whole bunch of famous, prestigious people, and you about to you 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 gonna not with me, not not with me. I don't. You can you not not with not. I said the king. <laughs> hey, look. I was every to this day, man, I she she, you know, of course she blocked me and all that, but I don't Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm just gonna tell y'all what it is. It I'm not gonna 
I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. That's all I can say. I, that's, I, I, that's all I can say. Hold on. Let me see if I can get old girl on here. Um, da, 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 da. You know, I be, you know, for me, I be trying to still learn how to use this thing. Hey, look, look, I'm, listen, I'm an honest person. When I tell y'all, y'all saw the feet, right? Y'all saw the feet. Now, look, if you, if you go on my IG, if you go on my personal IG, which is at Tom Swoop, you can see what I had on. Now, I had on that fire. You know what I'm saying? I had on that fire. Red bottoms, you know, tuxedo. Beard gang was, I mean, it was it, ping. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't about to walk around that room explaining her stone age toes. I just wasn't, I was not about to, Hey bro. So we was just wondering what, um, what era of the ice age was she from? I'm not, I wasn't going to do that. I'm just, I wasn't going to do that. I'm just saying y'all, y'all rock with me. So y'all know who I am. So listen, I wasn't going to do that. No, you need, listen, that girl, you got to go over, go over onto the page. Go over to the onto the page and you'll see like the toes. Like if you scroll down a little bit on my TikTok, you'll see them just standing there staring at you. And then you'll understand that, you know, I'm I'm the victim of this story. You you'll understand that like y'all need to send me some hearts and some likes and you know, probably even some cash apps because you know, I was traumatized. I was triggered when I saw those toes. Like y'all. Really? Like, I'm telling you, go look and come right back. I'm telling you, go look and come right back. And you will agree with me and you will you will sponsor me. You will you will probably be like, you know what? He needs help. He needs understanding. He needs treatment. He's been traumatized. Listen, you'll understand. After that, looking at toes became a prerequisite for me to even deal with a woman before I, I was traumatized. I was like, you, we going somewhere and she got tennis shoes on and the whole time. I'm like, what do her feet look like under those shoes? You remember what happened in Atlanta? Like, man, <laughs> when I, yeah, ice age toes, I'm telling you, man. Like when I look at the toes, when I look at the picture, all I hear is like, mm, mm, me, mm, fire. Mm, mm. Listen, and she had the French manicure. It's like hammer toes with paint on them. Like, fam, come on, man. Y'all got to help me out with that. Yeah, I am the victim. I'm the victim. What do you mean? Yours truly? They are that bad. Hey, any, I personally feel like anybody who say that them toes ain't that bad, they got some, they got some hammer times too. They got some, they got some uh, uh, too legit, too legit to quit. They got some too. I, if you feel like they, I'm over it. You feel like I'm exaggerating them toes. Listen, people who listen to the podcast right now, I need y'all to go to my IG at first off in my opinion or my TikTok at first off of my opinion 
and look at these toes and leave a comment because I need all future people to understand the level, the level of prehistoric toes we're, we're talking about tonight. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Okay. If you feel like I'm exaggerating, Raise your hand in the comments. If you feel like I'm exaggerating, raise your hand in the comments. If you agree with me, put some laughing emojis in the comments. If you agree with me, put laughing emojis in the comments. I'm doing too much. Come on, man. I see a lot of laughing emojis. That's all I'm going to say. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm keeping it a hundred. Hold on. Let me send her. She, um, oh, hold on. She waiting for me. Hold on one second. All right. Let me make sure she, she was waiting for me. Hold on. I'm on TikTok live. Oh, okay. Let me see if she jump on. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. You should have got the invite right there. Woo. Y'all still on me about them feet. Who said they, her toes was cute. Detroit. See Detroit. That's why you got two friends and one of them, Jesus. I can't. Mm -mm. No. Wait, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so old school. I feel like a granny trying to do this. Hold on. Hey, look, that's how I was about three weeks ago. I, that's how I was. I like get somebody tell one of them kids to come down here and show me to work this top tick. Yeah, right? right. I'm you, like, man, look like I'm not a spring chicken, but I ain't as old as yeah. Hold on now. Okay, okay. Now, how are you? How are you, Cake Face Jay? It listen, listen. If if you feeling embarrassed, you understand like that video got sent to me probably two hundred times before I made the video. And like people, like people send me videos all the time, and they be like, "Time, you gotta make a video about this. Time, you gotta get on this." And like literally. I was like, okay, I was traveling. I was in Houston and I was like, all right, as soon as I get home, as soon as I get home, people was like, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Listen, when I saw it, I felt like it was the most honest representation that I had seen on social media in quite some time. And first off, first off, before we get into the nitty gritty, before I get into the nitty gritty, introduce yourself to everybody and tell them where you at, tell them, drop your handles, do all that stuff. You hold on, you in Houston? Yeah. I'm in Houston all the time. I just left Houston. <laughs> I know. We said that I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I've been out here a couple of weeks now. So 
in the desert. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now, how long have you been on social media? You know what I'm saying? Doing your thing. Um, I have been on social media. I'm, I'm a little bit old, though, so I'm 36. So, altogether, I think I've been on, like, social media since Instagram has been out. So, maybe about, like, 12 years now. Just, just kind of in the background. Um, never expecting to go viral. I think I've been on TikTok maybe a couple of months now. Um, and funny story before we get into it is that I had another TikTok account, right? Where, mm-hmm. You know, it was like all makeup and stuff like that. And I got locked out of that account. So the account that y'all see that, you know, like I wasn't, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to start recording my life and I'll just make this like a diary or something. I had no idea. So def- definitely God's work, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. You make this video. You're, yeah. you're crying. You're emotional. Yeah. What triggered this response? And, like, just walk me through it. Yeah. So, the first video I made, like I said, like, I I literally just moved to Houston, right? So, as I'm sitting in this hotel room, I moved from, like, a nice apartment. And I'm sitting in here, and I'm just realizing, like, like, I effed up. I, I effed up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have a kid. Not the way I wanted my life to be, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just, I, I just happen to record it. I'm like, you know, when you're 36, and you realize the hot girl lifestyle and everything, and um, not even so much the hot girl lifestyle, but I guess like just the lifestyle that I was living, like you know, like I don't think I wasn't thinking about the future. So in that moment, I just recorded it, and that video started getting a lot of responses, and then I just had like a really emotional breakdown where I was just like, this is the truth, like you know, and to be honest with y'all, um. I was ready to go. I was tired. I was tired. So I was just like, you know what? This is my truth. Here it is. And and, and God, this is the last video I make. You know, people will know that, like, I'm tired, which I'm okay. I want people to know that I'm okay. Um, And it was just like, you know, I've been praying to God for a long time. I've been hurting mm-hmm. for a long, long, long time. And I've been praying for a long time for God to just, like, release that pain that I was going through, right? And for a long time, I did go through my life blaming my mom blaming my baby daddy, you know, I felt like he had ruined my life and stuff like that, and then it's just like, at some point, I realized that I had to be accountable for the choices that I made, I had to forgive myself for some of those things that I was doing when I was younger, you know, and then just really realizing, too, that I want love, but realizing that I'm so afraid of it because I'm afraid that I don't know how to give it. I don't know how to receive it, but I know how to do all these things as a woman that are domesticated, right? Like, I know how to seduce a man. I used to be a dancer. I know how to cook. I'm, You know, I have people in Louisiana, so I, I can cook good. I know how to keep a house clean, but I don't know how to love a man. And not even not just loving a man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't, I'm still working to love myself. Like, that's something I struggle with, too. So, and just feeling really empty for a long time and feeling like, how I'm going to ever, because I've been praying for a good man, but how can I ever pour it to a man if I don't have anything to pour from? Well, 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 uh, well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Okay. It's impossible to love someone who's not ready to receive it. That's true. So your level of accountability is basically your organic actions. But if you, if you, if you pour it into Let's let's say like you just said, you know, you're trying to pour into somebody, but if you pouring into a closed faucet, mm-hmm. it's not gonna receive it. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna receive what you pouring. So when you, the man you're dealing with, 
the man that you are, you know, choosing or deal with or whatever like that, if they're not receptive to your your love, like what's going on in that realm? Like, is it a disconnect? Like this man just loving you, pouring into you, and you can't you can't receive it, or is it, you know, this is just a toxic individual who's not, you know, really in it like you in it. talk about that you know a little bit on you know some of my other videos like based upon how you were living in your out your upbringing and how you see relationship periods like sometimes a healthy relationship comes across as boring um foreign um not used to it and so you looking at guys who actually can love you honor you cherish you treat you like you but but they're not appealing they're not, you know, attractive. They're not right. getting you and they're not. And those are the with those are the guys who will handle you correctly. You know what I'm saying? But right. they for whatever reason. They don't get their opportunity with you. You know what I'm saying? And how do we fix that? How do we how do we how do we get you to open up to allow a good man to really cherish you? And and I know a lot of that is. You seeing it and you and being able to receive it you know what i'm saying and and how you feel about yourself you know what i'm saying and how you feel about you know your future what you want for yourself what actually is you know it's calling a spade a spade like do i really want a healthy relationship or do i want one of these toxic relationships that be healthy every once in a while Like, I, I just feel like, oh, don't love me. Like, I'm, I'm such an icky person. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? 
And I think that's something that women, that we, we have to look into ourselves and understand that you, you do deserve love and kind of undoing those ideologies that you've been taught because you're more than just your body. But you know something, it's, it, it actually does run deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be, it could be like a level of like PSTD. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Think about it. Like you could take a soldier and put him right in battle and he's at home in it. You know what I'm saying? But you put him on a Sunday, cook out with the family. He, who, who closed that door? Who, what? You know what I'm saying? And I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question, and it's 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 probably a little personal, um, but I'm I mean you're a very attractive woman. So do you find yourself being over sexualized before you get to know somebody, and then is that a turn on for you? Like is that like an entry point? See, see me, I think, I think, and this is just, you know, my personal opinion that I think it's more to do with how a man is, his integrity, his character without you in his life. Like, who is this man without me? So is this man somebody who honors women in the past? Like, does this man have a train wreck history of bad relationships? Does this man take care of his kids? Does this man um, a pillar of the community? Like, who is this man and what is his integrity like before I even get into a situation with him? Because the thing is, it's one thing if he has good basic fundamentals of who he is as a person, those are problems that you're probably not going to have in your relationship. So you can actually concentrate on 
actually developing your your love. But it's like if you see cracks in a person's integrity and character off rip, you know what I'm saying? So it it I say that to say men can make a whole bunch of money. Men cannot have a lot of money. Men could be like you said in the military. But those flaws, those character flaws, those things stick. Those things travel. Those things go yeah. with them everywhere they go. So it doesn't matter, like the money or whatever. The looks. I've seen the ugliest men act ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so. But you got to ask yourself though. It's it, it. Part of that is that attraction, like what initially attracts you to these men. And the thing is, we got to be honest. Sometimes we be attracted to toxicity. We be attracted to what's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, if me and you was to go to the buffet, I'm heading for everything that I should not be eating. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the salad bar, the last thing on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm like, where them steaks, where them burgers? Yes. So we do that in dating. We do that in dating. Sometimes we go after the exact thing we said we was not going to deal with no more. And so like when we walk back that last, let's say the last situation you was in, like how fast did you know? Like, okay, that's, that's something I said I wasn't going to do no more. And I did it. Like you had that moment. So, so when you're dating these men, let me just ask you this question besides, cause you said, you know, you got, you know, pregnant within 90 days with the, you know, with your son or whatever, like what, what typically is your sexual window before, you know, you feel like you need to go there with somebody? Um, so, you said a fluke. <laughs> Is, I mean, are in your head, is you saying like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to wait 
30 to 60 days or is it more so like I'm not sexually interested or is it like first night I wish I you know I, I want to bust it wide open but I ain't what like No, no, because I, I, I totally get it because even when I watch your video, I don't see your video being you attached to a man or a failed relationship more so than a self-reflection of your own personal story. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I miss this nigga. I miss him. I want to be with him or nothing like that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that. What I got was this is my story. This is the state of my life. And I'm tired of it and it's 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 not what I want. And that's how that's how it came across to me. Now I could be wrong, you know, this is your story, but when I watched no, the video no, no, that's, that's exactly what it was like and, and I, I think people are finding hard to believe, but like I've been celibate and single for, you know, five years now. And I Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you saying you've been celibate right now for five years. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, you said you you ain't busted it open, not even a smidge in five years. Been a 
around my son was the last person I was in a relationship with, and I was with him for four years. I broke up with him because he was cheating. Like, you know what I'm saying? But but no, I've been single. I've been single for the last five years. Now, now let me ask you this question. When you, when you, and, and I, it's a lot of people watching right now. And I, when you, when you, when you single and celibate, and this is, this is just something I believe that happens, right? So when you single and you celibate and you build this single life, right? And so you, you have behaviors, traits, routines that you start to do, how you live your life, how you cope with like being horny, all of that stuff. You build a life in it, Right. Does it make it difficult to get back out there and actually start dating? Hell yes. Hell yes. Because you know why? When you take the time to be single, you really start, like you said, like you start to get settled in your ways. And I'm getting older, y'all. I'm four years away from 40, right? So you start to kind of get settled in your ways. And then now that I want different things, right? Like I want to buy a house. And I started thinking like, okay, well, if I get in a relationship, I got a house. If we get married, like I'm not leaving my house and I'm not selling my house to no man because this is for my son. So you start thinking about all these other things and then yes, y'all, it changes the way you view relationships because being single for a while, you go through so many different emotions. Um, but it changes the way. And so, you know, I'm looking to get back into the dating world, but I don't know. It's hard. It, it, it's, it's hard. It, it's hard. Like I see the rhetoric from men. I see the rhetoric from women. And I'm just like, it it I mean you know because because me I, I personally feel like when you when you on the sideline and that's like being single and celibate you on the sideline and you looking at the dating world and you like dang everybody just say it's so da 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 I I I look at that you know what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I look at it like people still getting married people still falling in love people still buying houses still people still make becoming millionaires people still building um generational wealth through their families like it's still happening the problem is the the negative people got the microphone yeah <laughs> they got the I mic agree. I agree I agree and we don't celebrate healthy relationships like we just we don't. don't and we and exactly did the video and you know was it spiritual world or the shade room or was it spiritual word 
They reposted it. Okay, so when it got reposted and it started to get some traction or whatever, now, was it a lot of negative people or was it all positive? Because I know it's always some negative Nancys. No, it, it's always some negative Nancys, but you know what? Surprisingly, um, the community from the men and the women, like our community, it was, it was overwhelmingly positive. Like that, that touched me because, again, just as a black woman, have black men, especially with the discord that's on social media right now between, you know, black women and black men. And to have black men, like, be like, sis, like, I understand where you're coming from. Or even to have men tell me that they understood that. I had another gentleman that stitched it. And he said the same thing. He was like, you know, sometimes the, the man, like, we know how to dress y'all up. We know how to, like, spend money on you and, and things like that. But sometimes loving a woman, like, sometimes a man doesn't know how to do that either. And I had no clue. I was shocked. I, I was really 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 shocked and as a black woman i don't want anybody to think that i was doing that for attention y'all because like as long as i've been on social media i ain't never had nothing of crime video like i'm like a, a crime baby gangster like you know but to have black men embrace me and because i feel like black women i feel like we, we always have each other's back even when we're arguing with each other over social media like black women we will always look out for each other but to see the brothers come in here and and be like, I respect that, I salute that. And I think maybe, just maybe, black men needed to hear a woman holding herself accountable and not blaming them. And you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's saying like, oh, it's men's fault, or it's y'all ain't shit, y'all ain't this. And no, I, I know the choices I was making, and I realize it. And yeah, like, at some point, I gotta be responsible for me. Like, it's not, it's, yeah, I still like men. It, it definitely it definitely is a, conver a conversation starter because it's like when you see somebody be transparent and open up about something and then they're not bashing any other person. They're taking all this self-accountability. The first thing you do as any person, you become empathetic to them. And so you're like, like how you said, the other gentleman was like, well, you know. I haven't been the best man to a woman. You know what I'm saying? And and I've, you know, and, and, and to be honest, a lot of men know how to purchase women. Right. They don't know how to love them. You know what I'm saying? They know how to provide a certain amount. But then it's true enough. Some women just like money. So it's, but that's not love. That's not love. And it's not.
Yeah. Like you said, it becomes transactional. And it's like when it becomes transactional, love is not longer on, is no longer in the, in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Building anything strong is no longer. As long as I have money and long as you have kukukuchi, you it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So until it doesn't, and then now you turn back and you look back at it and you be like, okay, what have we been doing for the last five years? Like, and you know what I'm saying? And it's like. Time is undefeated. And I say this all the time on the show. Time is undefeated. The time you waste, you know, in those situations, like I I always tell people, like, it's cool when you're in your 20s and 30s, but when you like staring down the barrel of 40, 50, 60, 70, you be like, what? If your 70-year-old self could talk to your 30-year-old self, she'd cuss you out. She'd cuss you out. She'd cuss you out for two hours. And that's what people got to understand. You're going to be old. And what you doing at 25, 35, you will not be doing at 70. You will not. So I say that all the time. You know what I'm saying? That You know what I'm saying? People need to really look at the, the long road because life is life and time are coming regardless. They are. Women got to understand, and and ladies, y'all pull y'all notebook out on this one right here. Men are more emotional than women, but not in the traditional sense. And when I say the traditional sense, you're probably not going to see a man sitting around crying. But what you'll see his behavior and his mood and his temper and all of those things react. And all of that is emotion. So... To protect himself from his emotions, he makes things transactional. He makes them black and white. You know what I'm saying? I can purchase her and and then I can, you know what I'm saying? Long as I provide this, this, this money, she can't touch my emotions. She is my property. And so they take this relationship throughout their life. I know men right now in their 40s and 50s still behaving this way. And what happens is eventually that woman's like, nah, this ain't love. Nah, this ain't what I want my life to be. And this is why you got 50, 60, 70 year old men single, alone in nursing homes ain't seen their kids, ain't seen, don't got no women. You know what I'm saying? They, Cause they've built a life upon transactional, non-emotional attachments. That's, that's, that's deep. That's real. Yeah. And, and I never thought about it like that, which is why I'm so glad you're, you invited me. Cause I was like, you know what? I feel like it's so nice to have these conversations like with a respectful man or a woman, like, you know, so that we can get past the insults and things like that and, and really talk about like what's important. Like, you know, cause 
I'm like, and I'm just like, God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what door or cheat code I unlocked on the internet. I have no idea. I'm trying to keep a little bit to going, but I never thought about it like that. And sometimes I feel like as a woman hearing that from the men, like it makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I can't listen to a man like, you know, a man, if a man is calling me like Big Shirley and old and washed up and stuff like that, like it, it makes it. I, I used to listen. I I love Kevin Samuels. I I I love his his demeanor. His you know it wasn't. Listen, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying. It wasn't what he was saying. It was how he was saying it. And the thing, but the thing is, you got to understand. It was a lot of women going on his show to get that rough response. Because sometimes you think about it. Sometimes you do need to get slapped to get your attention. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a, a, a hug and a comforting, sis, you can do it. That don't do it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know what I'm saying? Girl, if you don't pull away from that table, your ass going to break it. Now, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that, that worked better than a hug. So that's why I said it's like people who really had a big problem with him was the same people who was tuning in every week. So... <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> the man who loves you doesn't need to have special powers. He just needs to love you. And you need to be able to receive it. Um, I think one of the things you should do, and I don't know if therapy has played in a role in, you know, where you at right now, um, is to learn how to be happy. Like, like I always say, like I talk to women, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when I coach them, I ask them like, okay, what do you do? to have fun by yourself. Like, what are your hobbies? Not with the kids, not with anybody else. Like, what do you do for fun? Like, what is your fun thing that you do? And then start building upon that. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you like, so let's say we talking and you like, well, Tom, I like to go to the gun range. I like to shoot guns. You know what I'm saying? Start building those activities in your life, right? And then start finding common interests with other people. So now you building relationships. Because the thing is, a relationship don't got to be your jumping in point. A couple good friends do. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just get a couple right. good friends. And and once you start to, oh, I got some friends I can count on. They're dependable. I can feel love from them. That'll open up the door. So now you can receive love from other people. Everybody think the relationship, oh, the man or the woman is the first big step. Nah, having some good friends will work just as fine. Mm And listen, like I say it all the time, when you lose good friends 
Like how you said, you in your 30s. When you lose good friends in your 30s and 40s, it hurt because it's like, oh, I didn't have this friend since high school. Ain't no yeah. going back to high school. Yeah. Ain't no ain't no more finding 20 and 30-year-old friends. You just don't find them. So that's what I mean. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, we got to go to therapy together. Like we got to fix our relationship because because I can't find another 25 year old, 25 year friend. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast episode about friends, because I'd be I'd be like, let me hold on to you somehow, some way. Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody stab you, twist it and turn it, you got to let them go. You know what I'm saying? You got to let them go. But. Sometimes we be we we break up or we you know disengage with friends over stuff that we can probably work through. Um, hold on, let me see. I'm t- I be trying to read the comments, but they be so little on my screen. Hey, I, I I apologize if I'm not reading them. Hey, what's going up, Erica Chambers? What's going on, y'all? Hey, man, send them likes, and man, y'all need to send her some coins, man. Go ahead, come coin her up, coin her up, rose her up. But. Like, where do you see yourself going, like, on social media right now? Because it's like, now you got this, you know, this platform, and it's like, what do you do with it? You know, p- women are probably inboxing you like, girl, I've your struggle is my struggle. We sisters in the faith, child. <laughs> I, 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 am, I am over, I will say over That's all you can really do. I definitely feel like you started a conversation and a line of dialogue that was needed and that I definitely feel like you need to keep it going, whether that's going live a little bit more, whether that's, you know, you know, developing the the channel a little bit, Um, because I really feel like what you putting down is so needed and so refreshing Um, because it's not like it's not like other people like other people. They talk about it from the standpoint of toughness where you stood, you stood right in the mud of your mess. And you said, you know what? I'm going to stand in and I'm going to own it. And then I'm going to move forward. But I, I mean, I do want to ask you one question though. Like from we back, we, I'm going to get on the, the not, the not, you know, the withholding the coochie. I'm going to get on that. Cause so when, yeah. so the five years, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Celibate is, celibate, you know, being celibate is always been interesting for me because when you have sex, 
and you like sex and you need sex to go without sex for five years. And especially if you know what you doing with the sex for five years to put it on the shelf, to hide it away, to keep it back, to damn it up, <laughs> to lock it down. <laughs> How is that every day? I know that would be me. It is hard. It is hard. But I feel like too, like God kind of put me away because I was living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I don't know if anybody's from New Mexico. I don't know if you've been to New Mexico. It is like a country desert. Like there's yeah. there's not it a sound lot like it. Yeah. out there. So there there wasn't like guys for me to like eat or talk to. And when I moved to Albuquerque, like I had just uh Hurricane Ike um had hit out here in Houston and I had came to visit a friend back in Austin and I ended up like losing like all my stuff and so my mom is actually from out uh New Mexico so that's how I ended up out there um but then too like in the midst of it like I had gained like a whole bunch of weight too so I wasn't really like you know like looking for a man or things like that like you know because I'm just like I I know I even look a certain way and I don't feel that way right now so I think too just like that I think that's all the reason probably because I mean, but right now, right now, you holding on to it right now. But, I, I, but you know what? But okay, so one thing about me as a woman is that I know men say like they don't care about like money and things like that, but I just can't be a bum, like you know. And right now, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the situation. When I came to Houston, I was just like, you know what? It's too expensive for me to try to move a truck myself, all this other stuff, right? come down here so I told my son I was like look we'll stay in the hotel for a couple of weeks and I just feel like before I can even date a man like you know what I'm saying like I just want to have my shit together because I don't want a man thinking like I'm a bum or you know, see like, see this, this is what I, this is listen what like that's what I'm saying like you need to keep it going because I'm gonna tell you like that every woman ain't gonna say that they're not they're not gonna say that like, if anything, they're going to say the other part of it. Like, I'm going to get out there and meet somebody who can help me or put me. And and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I listen, I, I'm going to go ahead and give you some flowers. Because, hey, y'all, y'all send some hearts. Y'all send whatever y'all got to send. Listen, this woman right here, they made one, broke the mold, threw it in the trash. Because... Houston, you in? You in the fourth ward? Where?
I, I want a man, like, it doesn't matter to me if he's rich, right? Because I'm not rich right now. So I don't need you to have a Maserati. I don't have a Maserati. I don't need a Rolls Royce because even if you could buy that for me, if you left me, I can't maintain it. So it doesn't matter. But I do need a man that's about action. So when I say BDE, like, I like to see a man that has something going because I want that energy to be on me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to date somebody right now. And I'm just like, I'm just not in a position to really date when I got other things that I'm trying to do. I'm just... I don't want my man thinking I'm a bum. I'm like, man. And, and too, let me tell y'all too, like, like, if you give a man the power to starve you because I thought that's what I wanted, right? Like, I, the last guy I was dating was really, really wealthy, paid for everything. But as soon as he was done, like, I wouldn't get no more money. He wasn't trying, trying to help me with nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, you know, a man, if if you enter something and he can purchase you and then not attach his feelings or emotion or, you know, to you and he it's just a bill when he's done paying it, he's done paying it. You know what I'm saying? He and he's going to release you back into the wild and it's like he's going to act like you never existed. And You property. I pay everything here. I'll come home when I want to. Like, you know what I'm saying? What you want to do? You got somebody to pay the bills? No, you don't. So you going to shut up. I'm going to come home when I want to. I'm going to give you some money. You're you going to cry about it. You're going to spend your money, and then we'll be right back here again next week. So An- Anitra in the comments said, financial abuse is a real thing. And that's that's the truth. That is the God's honest truth. Financial abuse is is a real thing, and people don't even look at it. It's, it's very traumatic to people. Like it's it's very triggering to people. I got a friend right now that like will not date a man who like does anything financially for her. Like she doesn't want any. She don't want a quarter. You know what I'm saying? She don't want nothing. You keep your money. I keep my money, and we'll just be fine. But I don't want nothing from you. So before we wrap up tonight, I have this thing on this show where I tell stories, right? I usually finish the show off with a a story about one of my dating like escapades. But since you're my guest tonight, I want you to give me the craziest date you've been on. The craziest date? The craziest date you've been on. Come on, be transparent. Tell us everything. Come on with it. <laughs> Come on with it. Woo! Oh my goodness. I think that's PSA. Um, I think I've had a, a crazy date. Like, I think I've had 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 a crazy date. Like, I
greatest requests that I've gotten recently is that I had somebody tell me that they, they wanted to be my soulmate. Hold on, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I had somebody tell me that they wanted they wanted to be my slave. Like, I was like, what? Like, you know, I, I'm they wanted crazy. you to dominate them? It was a man? He wanted you to put the leather on with the whip and all that? Well, I, I, I'm not sure what he had in mind. I was like, if I made you a slave, like, it ain't going to be like this. I, I mean, I've never done this. No, Somebody like, in the comments said, was he white? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, was he white? <laughs> it was Greg from accounting. <laughs> You know, I just watched a video today, and I don't know if you've heard of this, but I it's I guess it was it went viral or whatever, but I guess it's this group of men like on Facebook and these these groups you can get in. And so beautiful women get in these groups and they fly them out to different locations, right? And they give them like, you know, Birkin bags, they give them a, a cash, whole bunch of cash. And it's, it's no sex. Like, you're not having sex with them. But you must allow random men to poop on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about the girls. To poop on you. Yeah. Like, to poop in your mouth, poop on your back, poop on you. And it's like big money. It's like really big money. And it's just a very degrading thing. Hold on, but I do got to ask, like, when 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 you peed in his mouth, like, because, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, being at the hibachi spot and you sort of like, are you trying to catch it? Like, was he swallowing as you was peeing or what was, or was it? Swallowing and peeing and got paid, paid me $1,000 to pee in his mouth. Like, I'm saying a black man, a black man, okay? Ooh. You ever had sex in the champagne room? Come on now. Like VIP rooms are like very like open. 
and I think the last time y'all that I tried to dance, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was like be live. This was like probably like 2016, but I, I couldn't do it. I it just it didn't feel right. Like I was froze on stage. I was just like, girl, like yeah, it it just it didn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. I know it's nasty, guy, but listen, like listen, y'all, I, y'all go y'all go find that food. I just I be scared, y'all. Listen. Y'all go follow my girl, Cakeface J. Y'all follow her. Y'all support her. Y'all, y'all gotta rock with her. Like everybody who listens to the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, our iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes Store, you know what I'm saying? Follow my follow the homie. Like for real. And I'm telling you, she gonna get y'all, she gonna bless y'all. And I and I got a feeling she got a lot of stuff to come. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, and again, just thank you for being so respectful. This was like really, really fun. And just thank y'all um, so much again to everybody for the love and support. I hope y'all can just adapt to my goofy, crazy personality and my my crying moments. But thank y'all again. I really appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you for coming on. Once again, another episode of First Off In My Opinion. This is Tom Swoop, and we out of here. Talk to y'all later. Thank you. Bye.